Music podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed king of Long Island himself, Mister Clean. Do it again, <laughs> Frank. <laughs> oi, oi, Captain. <laughs> We're leaving in the Mister Clean part, though. <laughs> Why? Why? Because you look like Mister Clean. Actually, you look like Butterbean at the moment since you shaved off your entire beard as well. Uh, just remember, though, before we get into the rest of the show, BG Mania and Level Down Games is entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of this podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us. I know you have something to say. I can see you holding it in as I was doing that. As I say every episode, you, you scurvy dog. <laughs> One-way podcast. Quit talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you couldn't tell by our uh, opening track there, this is our pirate-themed episode. And uh, this was an idea that kind of formulated around this time last year. I started thinking about what I wanted to do, because obviously every October we do a, a video game franchise that we dedicate two episodes to with a part one and a part two. And then we do like something fun in between those two episodes. Like, you know, what do we, I don't even remember what we did last year. I, I don't. It's, it's crazy. No, probably, which is I don't remember. But uh this year, we're obviously doing pirates, and then we have something else coming up a little bit later in the month as well. And it's it's always something centered around the Halloween theme or the Halloween motif or the spooky stuff. So uh, we decided to go with pirates this week. And I really do think looking at the track list we have here and uh, and, and knowing my picks by heart and, and hearing snippets of yours as uh, as we went through and compiled the playlist, I think that uh, this is going to be a very strong episode. This is going to be a high seas adventure that you will not forget. Yeah, and and you didn't even pick from high seas havoc. I'm kind of disappointed in you. Every pick I picked is the best pick you're going to hear all day long. That first pick was your pick, was it not? It was, uh, and that is from one of my favorite movies and well, one of my video games. It's an okay game. Uh, that was Stumblebum. <laughs> one of your video games. <laughs> that was Stumblebum from Hook, uh, which was actually originally composed by John Williams. But the video game composition was done by Tetsuya Furumoto, who, fun fact, composed the game Hook. It's the only game he's ever done, it. huh? And that's it. <laughs> well, it's not a bad soundtrack after listening to it. No, it's a pretty good soundtrack. Uh, it definitely captured the movie. 
Uh, I felt like Robin Williams was right there with me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then right there with Julia Roberts flying around like a little little fairy. <laughs> Touching my heart. It was a good movie. It's a great movie. A uh, little fun fact for that movie. Glenn Close plays one of the pirates on the ship as a man. She's the one who gets thrown into the boo box with the scorpions. So... Uncredited. Nice. If you want, if you want to check that out, it's pretty nice. It's a, a, a little tidbit. Nice. Uh, I was actually when you when you had sent me the the list of tracks that you had submitted for obviously this episode. I was glad that you had Hook on that list because it was one that I had completely forgotten about, and it skipped my mind as I was putting together my list. And I had even thought like several months ago I wanted to make sure Hook made it into that this particular episode, and then I forgot. And this is the best version of the Hook video game. I've played it for Game Boy. I've played it for Genesis. This is the best version, Super Nintendo version that you heard here. Yeah, that was the uh, the SNES soundtrack. We did take a quick look at the Genesis soundtrack as well. Uh, great soundtrack still. Very good. Yeah. Just didn't have as much of a piratey feel to it as the uh, SNES it version sounded, does. It sounded more like an X-Men video game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was definitely... It was more... I don't know. I don't want to say more upbeat because pirate music tends to be upbeat, but... I don't know. I guess just it's it's different. It, it was, was not it, as jaunty. Yeah, it was not. I guess it was not as jaunty. It was definitely very different. Um, okay. Well, I guess that'll take me into the first track that I have submitted for this pirate episode on BG Mania, and we're gonna go to what potentially might be my favorite game in this particular franchise, and it's a sentiment that a lot of people feel about this particular game. So we're gonna be jumping to Assassin's Creed Four Black Flag. The track the high seas. was The High Seas from Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, composed by Brian Tyler. He is actually really, really good, but he's only worked on a couple video games. He's more of a film and TV composer. So he really he got his start back in 1997 with a with a film by the name of Bartender. And then in 98, he did Six String, uh, Six String Samurai. Uh, trying to just scan through here. I, I guess I probably should have done that uh 
already, but I didn't. But it's his cousin Steven is the lead singer of uh, Aerosmith. Different, different, different. Oh wait, I'm sorry. That's Tommy Tallarico's first cousin. Um, it is. But yeah. uh, for, for all over this episode. <laughs> um, but, uh, Brian Tyler Pirates. is the composer of the first Fast and Furious movie. And he also did uh, Fast Five. He did Iron Man 3, The Expendables 2, Now You See Me, Thor The Dark World, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, wow. um, yeah, like I said, the, the movies got a lot better as you get into the later part of his career than the ones he did in the beginning. No, you, you start back at the beginning with The Fast and the Furious, okay? that's I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Furious 7, Avengers Days of Ultron, uh, Power Rangers, The Mummy from 2017. Uh, um, <laughs> as far as TV goes, he did the uh, the soundtracks to Sleepy Hollow, the TV series that ran from for a couple years. Uh, Scorpion, Terra Nova, Transformers Prime, Hawaii Five-0. Uh, video games, though, the reason for this podcast, Lego Universe, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3, Need for Speed, The Run, Far Cry 3, Army of Two, The Devil's Cartel, and Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag was the last one he worked on back in 2013. Nice. As I say all the time, Brian, get back to work. Not me, him. Oh, I was just saying Blake is even. But no, as I said before we got into the track, I think Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag might be one of my favorite Assassin's Creed. If not, my favorite Assassin's Creed of all time. I admit I've never played Black Flag, it's, but I want to. It's universally loved by the fans. Uh, it, it's definitely one that... Uh, it just did things so well. And after coming off of Assassin's Creed 3, which had a lot of hype behind it, and wanted, I wanted that one to be my personal favorite just because of where it takes place in the American Revolution, one of my favorite time periods of all of history, I wanted to love Assassin's Creed 3, and I do like it more than most people because of the time period. But I could tell that it was definitely rough around the edges. And then Assassin's Creed 4 comes out, you know, it was the first Assassin's Creed that was cross-gen between PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One. I played the PS4 version, just how much better that one was. And then, you know, obviously we would get the uh, the the one Assassin's Creed that was exclusive to last gen, and then we got one that was exclusive to this yeah. gen, and it just was stupid the year after that. But uh, this was a this was a great game um, that came out right when the right before I should say not right when right before the PS4 and the Xbox one release because it released October 29 2013 two weeks before the PS3 and Xbox one were to hit store shelves so but this was a fantastic game I really enjoyed it and the soundtrack is stellar so you know Brian I'm gonna take you back to a great year okay okay the oldest track that you probably will hear this today I'm guessing I don't know Brian picked yeah you don't and I'll be curious to know if it is or not but from the secret of Monkey Island, this is the Ghost Ship Shuffle.
that was the Ghost Ship Shuffle from The Secret of Monkey Island. Uh, awesome LucasArts game from 1990, mm-hmm. composed by Michael Land. Right, which we did find out is the oldest track you're going to hear on the show today. We do, I looked it up. Uh, I just reminded you, uh, what did the ocean say to the pirate, Brian? I have no idea. Nothing. It just waved. I'm surprised you're not going to have more of those stupid little jokes throughout the episode. I bet you I will, because I'm a pun master. Um... But I love The Secret of Monkey Island and its sequel, LeChuck's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I made my bones in video games playing these kinds of point-and-click adventures. And I love it. Oh, my God. I you still play the these, Do you still rec- play these types of games to this day? I do, I do yeah. I, yeah. I bought the remake recently. I haven't played it, but I have it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so great, man. Guybrush, Guybrush Threepwood. You know, it's, it's a name that I've ordered pizza under, to be quite honest. Have you really? <laughs> I really have. That's, uh, there's, that's there's, actually kind of funny. Do you know my real name? It's Frank. Hopefully, they don't need to know that. Frank, your middle name is Mister. Your last name is Clean. Frank Clean. Brian, bold is beautiful. Okay. <laughs> you know, no, not too many pirates are bold. Sure, they are. No. They were. Okay. Not, 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 not too many of them. You know why they had long, luxurious, beautiful long hair, thick, full beards like you used to have. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they died, and they died by the age of twenty. Okay? Now, you're, now you're like an exiled pirate who's gone into hiding and shaved off all his hair and shaved off his beard and just living some cave on some remote island somewhere, eating bird poop. That sounds delicious. <laughs> uh, great pick, though. I'm glad we got Monkey Island on the show. That was another one that, just like Hook, I think had to be on, uh, represented on the uh, on the show. Uh, so much so that I even told you that I had I had eight tracks picked in hopes that you were going to pick from Monkey Island, just because I know how much those games and th- those types of games mean to you. But uh, had you submitted your list without Monkey Island, I would have substituted one of mine for it because it had to be here, dude. It had to be on the show. It belongs here. It definitely belongs here. Uh, but I want to kick it now. You went to your oldest game. I want to go to my oldest game, actually. Okay. And we're going to go back to the Super Nintendo with a little game called Goof Troop. This track is Sea Robber.
And that was Sea Robber from Goof Troop, which is credited. It's not it, it's credited to Yuki Satsumura. That's who it's listed as in the actual game credits. But the actual girl is Yuki Awai. So uh, someone that we talked a lot about last week. She is a Capcom composer responsible for Mega Man X, Mega Man X2, and a bunch of other things over at Capcom, including Goof Troop. Capcom did a lot of those games, didn't they, for, for Disney? They did. Yeah, they absolutely, yeah, so. they absolutely did. Um, Goof Troop, though, one of my favorite memories is Goof Troop on the SNES because this was a game that I had and used to play the crap out of back in the day. When you hear Groove Troop, you don't think pirates, but the entire game really does center around this piratey adventure, pirate story, and the particular stage that you're hearing here, uh, level five, it's the it's the final stage, and it's the one that actually takes place in the actual pirate ship. Um, but I just remember back in 93, having this game, sitting around the TV with my friend Craig, and uh, I was a little bit of a brat as a child, and uh, he was... As a child? As a child, yes. I'm not still a jerk like you are. To this day, yeah, right? I'm I'm the nicest person you'll ever meet, <laughs> Mr. Clean, son. Mr. Clean. We're gonna, sing, you we're gonna <laughs> sing that. We're gonna sing that song throughout the episode. But no, I digress. I was a little bit of a jerk as a child, and uh, he, he wasn't sharing the controller. And I wanted to play. I wanted to take my turn. It had been a while. So uh, his his parents were getting ready to come pick him up from the house. I just turned the thing off. I got pissed off and shut the the, the <laughs> SNES off. He was like on level four. He got so mad. Uh, we didn't talk for a few weeks after that, but we made up. Uh, we actually don't talk that often anymore. It's unfortunate. There's most of the people from my school that I grew up with. Actually, I'm not really that friends with that that good of friends with anymore. Brian, I question our friendship at times. That's fine. That's fine. Anytime, anytime you want to dip, man, I, I can replace you with someone that actually has hair. Yeah, will they clean up dirt and grime and grease just for a minute? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> the entire soundtrack to Groove Troop is fantastic, though. Yuki OI did a great job. I highly recommend checking it out if you've never heard it before. Yeah, the, the game's addictive. In fact, it really is. addictive as well. You know why pirating so addictive? I hope this isn't a joke about downloading games. No, because they say, well, after you lose your first hand, you're hooked. <laughs> okay. Um. So, how about a game that takes place in the future? Okay. Ooh, you like that, right? Mm -hmm. This is from Ratchet and Clank Future Quest for Booty. This is the Lathoin Caves.
And that was Lithuanian Caves from Ratchet and Clank Future Quest for Booty. I had forgot about this, dude. I forgot about this one. In fact, this game, if you remember, was uh, like every member of Ratchet and Clank's family was like a pirate from the past and they're all right, there. It's... Right. It was the, I think this is after my time with Ratchet and Clank had come to a close. Like, I think there I, I had stopped caring about the Ratchet and Clank games after a certain point just because they were releasing them so often. And that's why I was glad when they took a break and then they came back a few years ago with the reboot of the franchise. And then we haven't seen anything since. So I don't know what's going to happen, but uh, just wait. Live action. Movie. I guarantee it. Wait, didn't they already do that? I think it was an animated movie. Oh, I know there was a Ratchet and Clank movie. I never, I didn't watch yeah. it though because I didn't care. Plus, I think the video game was the identical thing to the movie, and if you played the video game, you didn't have to watch the movie because it was the same thing. So, oh, <laughs> no. that just sucks. Yeah, good song though. I like it a lot. Yeah, very piratey. You know, in fact, uh, what kind of grades did the pirate get in school? I don't know. High C's. Okay. Yeah. They can't. They can't all be great. No, we're definitely gonna have. Uh, we're gonna have a couple though. Uh, sky piratey tracks. I think this episode. Ooh, sky pirates. Well, that's what you would classify Ratchet and Clank Quest for Booty as. They, those are the, the, they're sky pirates in that episode. Are they not? Or that game? Are they not? They are. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two two of my tracks are are going to be centered around Sky Pirates, and I believe you have one more coming up later that is as well. I to, do an extent, Sky to an extent, to an extent, to an extent. You know what? Let's go ahead and kick it to one of mine right now. Then, ooh, we'll go we'll go back to back Sky Pirates. This one comes from Skies of Arcadia. The track Sailor Town.
And that was Sailor Town from Skies of Arcadia, composed by Yutaka Minobi. I we and it's crazy because I actually recently just played something from Skies of Arcadia just a couple weeks ago. Um, I had forgotten that I was going to pick from this for the uh, the pirate episode as well. Or I may not have actually already had picked from it just a couple weeks ago so that there wouldn't have been so, you know, the picks wouldn't have been so close together. But it doesn't matter because the entire soundtrack for Skies of Arcadia is fantastic. And I really wish that they would actually, you know, announce a sequel instead of just like they did for the GameCube where it was the same game with just a couple things added to it. I just want a new Skies of Arcadia, man. Sega has been on a roll giving us stuff lately and bringing things back. I really do hope Skies of Arcadia is next. You know what? I hope they put that out for you because, you know, I know how big of a fan you are. And yeah, and it's it's crazy because it's not just me. There's so many people out there that, that were big fans of Skies of Arcadia, either whether it was on the Dreamcast, whether you played the GameCube version, like the game deserved a sequel. And the soundtrack is just so phenomenal. What what uh, what Yutaka Minobi was able to do with the actual soundtrack was just really well done. And it's uh, the entire thing from top to bottom. It's hard to find a bad track. Uh, and it's just... It's a great sky pirate adventure, too, because that's exactly what it is. Like, your actual ship is a pirate ship that just flies, like, you know, like the Flying Dutchman or something. I mean, like, that's like you actually have. It's not like you're going around in spaceships or something. It's actually wooden pirate ships that just fly through the sky. It's it's just really well done. It's, it's, the entire game is really, really good. I've never played, but it sounds fun. It's it's actually really good. It's it's one of the better turn based JRPGs to exist. In all honesty, was something was something we always associate with pirates. How about earrings? How much how much do pirate earrings cost? Do you know? No. About a buccaneer. Okay. No, <laughs> I tried. Again, they, 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 they can't all land. No, they can't all land like pirates. I don't know. I thought you were gonna try to make a joke there as well. Um, you know what? This song has to go now because without this, there probably wouldn't be an episode. Okay. I feel like this is one of the cornerstone tracks that you are just going to love from one of my favorite games and Brian's as well. Taking you back to November of 95. Ooh, okay. This is Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest. This is Jib Jig.
And that was Jib Jig from Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. Like I said, that uh, came out in North America in 20 November 1995. 20 November 1995. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, composed by David Wise. Yeah, it's such, and I and I just said this to you, but I, I'll say it again. It's such a simple track, but it's so good at the same time. I mean, you know, it's a, if it works, don't fix it. You know, it's it's fine. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, it's it's so memorable, and it's it's one of the things that stuck out to me most from the Donkey Kong Country 2 soundtrack. And when we did our quick look at the the three SNES games, we played ten tracks from each one. Back in that one episode, we had no. Did we play ten from each one? I God, I hope we didn't. I think we played seven from each one. I think we did. I think we did 21 tracks an episode. I know we did. I know we haven't done a 30 track episode besides our anniversary episode, but uh, I'm glad that we skipped over this particular track so that it could be included on today's episode because it's it's pivotal. And you're right. Without that track, there may not have ever been a, a pirate episode in mind just because I really do feel like it's one of the games along with the secret of monkey island and things like that that's uh, really helped thrust that into the forefront yeah i mean like, it's one of those games that, like inspired others and... exactly exactly but um here's a question for you brian oh my god what <laughs> <laughs> why can't pirates play cards i don't know because they're always standing on the deck <laughs> that was actually funny <laughs> I like that one. I like that one a lot. Okay, what the hell is my other one? <laughs> How did the pirate stop smoking? I don't know. He used the patch. It's <laughs> so stupid. I'll be here all day, folks. Yeah, I hope you have enough to last the entire episode. I hope you don't burn through them all. Uh, I, I can't. It's impossible. You get so many. Good. Good. Uh, okay. Let me jump to another one of my picks then, and it's from a game that I'm glad this when we when we did our look at this particular game, I'm glad this track was also skipped over and it wasn't done on purpose. So it just it just kind of worked out that way where we were still able to get this game on the episode, because again, from Nintendo, I think this is another very pivotal pirate type of adventure. Let's go back to The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, the track inside the pirate ship. Thank you. 
And that was Inside the Pirate Ship from The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, composed by Kenta Nagata, the legendary Kenta Nagata, such a fantastic composer. Uh, and, and really, when I sit down and think about it, this might be one of my favorite pirate-inspired games of all time. And it's still, to this day, one of my favorite Zelda games of all time. It's definitely in my top five. I do like Tetra a lot. Well, of course you do. But uh, when we when we sat down and ranked our The Legend of Zelda games for our YouTube video, which we are going to do eventually, but I do think that we will... Um, I think we'll wait until the next Zelda game comes out to redo another one. So I think we're going to actually wait, specifically because you have still yet to submit your relisting and re-ranks to me. But uh, I think at this point, we may as well just wait for 2019 or 2020 when a new Zelda game comes out, because that's probably how long it'll take you to do it anyway. <laughs> but uh, The Wind Waker is in my top five, just like the A Link to the Past is in my top five. Ocarina of Time is in my top five. Um, Twilight Princess was probably in my top five. Breath of the Wild would round out the top five. And that's no particular order. Hey, Brian. What? What's a pirate's favorite element? Oh, like uh, like element as in periodic table, huh? Yeah. I know this one. I've heard this one before. Argon. No, Brian. The element of surprise. The element of surprise. <laughs> See, no. I'm hilarious. No. Okay, I'll bring you back. Okay. What's the smelliest part of a pirate ship? What is it? <laughs> the poop deck. <laughs> That one's actually not that funny. I didn't like that one. That one's actually dumb. First of all, toilet humor is always hilarious, okay? <laughs> all right, I'm going to go to a nice, delicious Capcom game for you now. Ooh, okay, Capcom always has good music. All right, and this is from Zack and Wiki, The Quest for Barbarossa's Treasure. This is the results screen. And that was the results screen from Zack and Wiki Quest for Barbarossa's Treasure. 
uh, composed by Shinya Akata, who is famous for the Mega Man X games, uh, 5, 7, 9, and some, I think, Mega Man X Origins. Okay. Don't quote me on that last one. Okay. Um, Great piece of music, though. I like that a lot. It, 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 I, I had to even look him up. I had to ask you who it was when we were listening to it, because uh, it reminded me a lot of, like, some RPG music that I've heard in the past, specifically... What jumped up to me was Star Ocean. Like, it sounds like it could be something right from Star Ocean. And why didn't I pick from Star Ocean? Oh, my God. Oh, pirate part two. It's all right. <laughs> They're not really pirates, though. They're more. I, I, I think you might be able to get away with certain people. Like, if I could find a certain group or person's theme on the OST from Star Ocean, that they would be considered sky pirates. But most of the Star Ocean games are not really centered around pirates, which is I'm going to say that's why I didn't pick from it. <laughs> uh, real talk, Brian. Yeah. Uh, when's, the, when's the best time to get a new pirate ship? Uh, whenever you need one, right? When, when they're on sale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can do better. You got so many bad jokes, dude. What did the pirate on Wheel of Fortune say? I don't I don't, I don't know. I'd like to buy an eye. <laughs> Why is that funny? Really, Ryan? Why is that funny? Because they don't. Because he has only has one eye. He's a pirate. Some of them have two eyes. Brian, you take the fun out of this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> there was another RPG that I did remember to pick from, though, back from the PlayStation Two era, and that's potentially the. I don't know, man. It, it's tough to really say which is the better of the one that deals around Sky Pirates between Skies of Arcadia and, and this particular game. They're both fantastic. The game I'm actually talking about is Rogue Galaxy. Let's take a listen to a track name that actually happens to share a name with one of my favorite movies of all time. So again, the game is Rogue Galaxy, the track Braveheart. was Braveheart from Rogue Galaxy. 
which released on the PlayStation 2 uh, back in, in, J in Japan. It was December 8th, 2005. We had to wait a full year to see it here in North America, January 30th, 2007. So over a year later, we would actually finally see this game well after the uh, the PS3, the Xbox 360 and the Nintendo. We were already on the market. This game released on the PS2. This was, if I'm not mistaken, this was my final purchase for the PlayStation 2. If, if I oh, remember, wow. if I remember correctly, this was the final game that I bought for the uh, for the PS2. It was composed entirely by Tomohito Nishioria, who is the in-house composer over at Level 5. So he was responsible for Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, Rogue Galaxy. And since they don't do those awesome, amazing games anymore, he's been on the Professor Layton series since 2007 and continues to do every single game in the Professor Layton series to this very day. Wow. So, yeah, he's the, he's the in-house composer for Level 5. Um, great freaking game, though. Like I said, really all about Sky Pirates. There's so many things going on there. That's the one of the battle themes, which is really good. Um, and uh, it's just an amazing story. I really wish that another game that rightfully deserves a sequel, just like Skies of Arcadia needs a Skies of Arcadia 2. Rogue Galaxy needs a Rogue Galaxy 2. And I was kind of hoping when they put the PS2 classics on PlayStation 4, and this was one of the ones that they actually put on there, I was kind of hoping it would, it would be like Sony getting a idea if they should do a sequel to this game, because they are the ones that actually published Rogue Galaxy. Level 5 developed it, Sony published it, just like Sony published Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud 2. So the three JRPGs that Level 5 developed on the PS2 were all published by Sony. So they put out Dark Cloud, Dark Cloud 2, and Rogue Galaxy as PS2 classics. I was kind of hoping that they were getting a feel of, are these games going to sell well, and should we make another one? And I don't know if they sold well or not. Maybe they didn't, which is why they decided not to do another one. Or maybe there is going to be another one, and it's being held for next-gen. Maybe it's a PS5 title because it's coming soon. We can only hope. We can only hope. But hey, you know what else we can only hope for? Another stupid pirate joke. Wow, Brian, don't say they're stupid. These are amazing. Like, what did the pirate do to his drowning first mate? I don't know. CPR. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, that was pretty horrible. Um, yeah, they all have been. Don't worry. Nah, these are gems. And this is something that pirates go for are gems. Sure. In particular, from Captain Claw, this is Tiger Island. Enjoy.
And that was the Tiger Island from Captain Claw or Claw. Who knows what this game is actually called? Uh, came out September 30th, 1997. Nice, nice. And it was composed by Daniel Bernstein, uh, known for the Fear games. Okay. And also, and uh, more recently and modernly, the Middle Earth games. So he's still active to this day. He's still he's still active. Uh, I love the song. Very, very, very piratey. Yeah, it's actually really well done. It's actually really, really, really well done. Uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, a game that I'd never played, though. What was this on the what system PC? did this release on? Was it PC? Yeah. Yeah, because I, I had never played this. So uh, what was a pirate always looking for? That's always just right behind him. Booty. <laughs> his booty. <laughs> and, and that one said, well, that one was dumb. Oh, that one was, you know, they can't all be gems. That, that game was a hidden gem. Yeah, you That's actually, you actually so called it a gem meant, before we. It's uh, what I meant. It's what I meant to say earlier. My mind is going a mile a minute. I, uh, I definitely wouldn't consider it a gem just because I had never heard of it. All right. Just because it's the Halloween season. What does a pirate wear for Halloween? I don't know. A pumpkin patch. It's <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Whatever website that these are on needs to shut down and stop existing. Brian, that is not nice. Okay. <laughs> so someone took a lot of time to compile all this crap in one spot. Yeah. It's for you to find and get stupid enjoyment out of. Hey, what can I say? Uh, I'm a simple man. I like simple things. I know. I know. I think we should kick to a game, though, that is very recent, but is without question one of the most piratey things we're going to play on the episode today. So let's go to Rare's newest game, Sea of Thieves, the track Maiden Voyage theme song. Thank you. 
And that was the Maiden Voyage theme song from Sea of Thieves, which released this year. It was composed by Robin Beanland. The entire soundtrack was done by Robin Beanland. And uh, I'm going to stand by what I said to you while we were listening to this. I think this is the most piratey thing we're going to hear on the entire episode today. Like, that's something I could hear in a in a major motion picture about pirates sailing the Caribbean seas. Um, I, I, as I told you while we were listening to this off the air, uh, I could hear this being played in the Pirate Tavern. Like, if I were yeah. there, I would absolutely... Absolutely. The song. Absolutely. It, 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 and, and the way that is, it goes. Is Robert Beanland anything else? Uh, you know, you know, I didn't really look into it, but I will as I'm talking here. Um, I, I I love how the, the actual track starts out slow, but it still has that piratey feel. And then it just instantly ramps up. It gets more theatrical. It gets more just it, dude. It's it's great. Uh, yes. Which makes sense for a maiden voyage. Like you're, you're, you're sailing out and now you're going for your high seas adventure. Yes, and uh, and Robin Beeland has done a lot because uh, it slipped my mind. He is one of the he is one of the major rare composers alongside David Wise and Grant Kirkhope. Oh, okay. So yeah. he he, uh, he helped out on Donkey Kong Country one. He's responsible for Killer Instinct, Killer Instinct two, Killer Instinct Gold. Helped out on Goldeneye 007. Uh, did Conqueror's Bad Fur Day by himself. Uh, worked on Cameo Elements of Power, Viva Pinata, Fable Heroes. Ugh. Was uh, a powerhouse. Sea of Thieves. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he is he is a rare composer, and that's just my fault. I had forgotten that he was. So, all right, I'm doing something special for you here, Brian. I'm okay. not going to give you a pirate joke this time. Oh, thank God. I instead I'm going to give you a track by one of your favorite composers. Okay. From Star Fox Zero. This is Star Wolf. That was Star Wolf from Star Fox Zero. Uh, came out April 22nd, 2016, composed by Hiroshi Yamaguchi, who also composed the entirety of Okami. Right. As one of Brian's all-time favorites. Is that, um... that? Because I know Star Fox Zero had 
several composers. You were able to actually find who I, actually did I, that I, I particular track. Cool. Track, yeah. cool. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, Hiroshi Yamaguchi's fantastic composer, dude. You know who's fantastic, Brian? Oh my god. No, please don't. Star Fox Zero, though, let me talk about that for a second. Great, great, <laughs> great freaking great freaking soundtrack Star Fox Zero had. Several, several big names worked on that, uh, worked on that soundtrack. But the game itself, bad. The game itself is not good. I, I am a big Star Fox fan. I really enjoy the SNES Star Fox, the N64 Star Fox, uh, even Assault to an extent. But Zero was just so... Ugh, like it was just so bad, man. And that's why I'm like, I'm excited for Starlink Battle for Atlas because Star Fox is in it. And it just seems like the Star Fox game that I wanted a couple years ago. But I've recently seen how expensive those toys are going to be as well for Starlink. Like the, the ones that you actually get to, to build the R-Wing and to, and to do these things. They're like 30 to 40 bucks a piece. Wow. And I don't know that I'm willing to pay that much. So I actually, it, it's sad, but I might actually skip Starlink Battle for Atlas because I, I don't want to spend 130 bucks or 140 bucks to enjoy a Star Fox game. I'll just wait for Nintendo to give me an actual real good Star Fox game, which may never happen again. Who knows? But at least we got Star Fox 2 in the SNES Classic. Yeah, true, true, true. All right, so go ahead Brian, and do your stupid little pirate wow, jokes. Don't say stupid. Say amazing. Why do pirates fear getting older? I don't know. Why do they fear getting older? Because they might get arthritis. Okay. How did the pirate become a lawyer? I don't know. He passed the bar. (laughs) (laughs) We don't just set the bar. We are the bar. All right. What's a pirate's favorite fast food restaurant? Arby's. Well, they got the meats. Uh, I knew that one. You're bound to get one. Okay, what's a pirate's favorite food? I don't know. Artichokes. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm going to go to a game that I had not heard of until I started researching for this episode. Oh, now, wow. now that I have heard of it, I want to play this. And as soon as you know what this game is, you are going to want to play it as well. I promise you, I guarantee you. And if you, you probably haven't heard of this either, but uh, you're going to look it up as soon as I'm done. From Ghost Pirates of Vuju Island, the track is the main theme. Oh. Uh-huh. 
And that was the main theme from Ghost Pirates of Vuju Island. That's V-O-O-J-U for anyone that's interested. Uh, composed by Pedro Macedo Camacho. This was released on PC in Germany, November 2009. Europe would see it February 19th, 2010. And North America would see it August 30th, 2010. The reason it released first in Germany, it was published by DTP Entertainment, who is based out of Hamburg, Germany. Uh, uh, no, 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 false. DTP is based out of Atlanta. That is Ludacris's rap label. No. Disturbing the peace. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, it was actually developed by Autumn Moon Entertainment, though, based out of California. And this game actually has an interesting story behind it. It's, it's an adventure game about pirates, obviously, ghost pirates. And it was designed and the concept was created by William Tiller who was responsible for the visual look of the Monkey Island game, The Curse of Monkey Island. Um, so this game is heavily inspired by the point-and-click adventure games like Monkey Island that came before it, uh, and it plays just like those three games before it. And from what I can tell based off of the research that I've done on this game after I picked from it, it has a very... It has the same comedic style that Monkey Island had. The soundtrack is really well done. Uh, it was just, it was, it was a, one of those games that, you know, I, I just happened to stumble upon when, uh, when looking for games that I wanted to pick from for this pirate episode. And I'm glad I did. Uh, the actual composer though, Pedro Macedo Camacho, is, interestingly enough, he is one of the composers that's working on the game. That's probably never going to come out because they keep just gaining money from backers and never releasing anything. Star oh, Citizen. God. Star Citizen. Yeah, he is. He is one of the two composers that's working on Star Citizen. It's him and uh, Jeff Zanelli, who uh, is you know he Jeff Zanelli's done a couple things. I well, mean, it's a PS5 game, so maybe I don't know. Jeff Zanelli's actually done more than just a couple things in terms of video games. Only a couple things, but uh, he's more of a TV and film composer as well. But we're not talking about him, so okay, Brian. I know I, I can see that look in your eye. What, what's the what was the Pirates golf score? I don't know. Par. Damn, I should have known that. Okay. Okay, sorry. Uh, so why don't pirates take a bath before they walk the plank? I I don't know. Why don't pirates take a bath before they walk the plank? Because <laughs> they'll just wash up on shore later. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious, dude. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get let's get back to the music. Yeah, that's we what got, you're here for. Not we we each have one track left. And, I'm, and I saved the best for last time. It's for my pick. Sure. From Soul Caliber 5. This is Cervantes theme, better known as Stormbringer.
and that was Stormbringer from Soul Calibur 5. Love me some Soul Calibur. So glad that it, uh, we're getting Soul Calibur 6 soon. Yeah, next uh, next Friday, dude. Yeah. So uh, this game came out in January 31st, 2012, composed by the legend himself, Enon Zor. Uh, we've been talking about him for the, what, the past few weeks now. Yeah, we had an episode where we had back-to-back Enon Zor tracks with uh, Dragon's Dogma and uh, Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> uh, he's, he's also done uh, Fallout New Vegas. He's going to be doing Fallout 76. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think he does those by himself, but I think no, he contributes no, no, tracks contributes. to that. I don't think there's anything. I don't actually know that he's actually done a full composition by himself. I think he's always just there as like contributing, I, yeah, I contributing I composer. I don't see a single game that he's the only composer to. So. Yeah, that's what I, I think. He's always just there, but the tracks that he does contribute every single time are always usually pretty well done. So that's the way to do it, man. Just drop a couple hits, like, and I'm out. Exactly, one hit wonders. All right, I'll be a three-hit wonder here. I'm gonna give you three jokes, and then that will be the end of my pirate jokes for the rest of the episode. I promise. Nobody, uh, nobody actually asked for any of these pirate jokes, though. Well, you don't ask for the treasure; you just find it. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> what do pirates and pimps have in common? Oh my God, I have no idea. They both say yo ho and walk with a limp. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Well, they get the clean. All yo right. ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. What did the pirate with cardiovascular disease yell as he as he was dying? I don't know. Army Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, seriously, Brian. Do you have any more pirate jokes? I don't have any more. I don't Neither have any. Neither do I. <laughs> okay. okay. We're done. I, I, We're done. I, I, I didn't have any to begin with, so I'm not the 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 the, the, the dumb one. I don't know. Do you want to say? I bring the ruckus, okay? That's what I'm here for. There has to be someone that's the uh, there for comedic relief, and you try I'm your captain, best. I'm, I'm the Captain Hook. You're the Mr. Schmink. That's what it is, you, you know? You, you try your best, and that's all that we can ask for. Yes. Um, you just keep on trying until you run out of cake. <laughs> I'm going to close out the episode with a game that is really, really, really well done. It's a fantastic game from a, a franchise that, if you're not familiar with it, you definitely need to play these games. Final uh, Fantasy IV? No, Shantae. And we're going to go to Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. The actual track that I'm going to be playing is We Love Burning Town, which is a fantastic little... It's 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 piratey mixed with, like, Egyptian-type genie feel. It's really well done. I don't know. It's, it's just insanely well done. Uh, composed by the wonderful Jake Kaufman. I definitely wanted to... Because I, I knew that he has done some work with, with some piratey-type feels. So I wanted to make sure that Jake Kaufman got in on the episode. And uh, this is actually one of my favorite tracks that we're playing today, so I'm glad that it, uh, it gets to close out the show. Even though it's not the most piratey feeling type of, a, of song, it definitely has a lot of inspiration with, uh, with, with pirate stuff in there. Um, and I actually have played a track from Shantae in the past from uh, Shantae Half Genie Hero, which I actually put up a review for on LevelDownGames.com uh, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. But uh, this is the one that came out right before that. It released on the Nintendo 3DS October 23rd, 2014 here in North America. It would hit the Wii U December 25th, 2014, so a few months later. Uh, released on PC in April of 2015. Uh, Xbox One saw it March of 2016. PS4 saw it April of 2016. And the Switch, just this year, March of 2018. So Shantae and the Pirate's Curse is pretty much everywhere. Uh, it's definitely worth playing through. It's a fun freaking game. And... No, 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 he is the composer for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. 
Yeah, every, I mean, uh, you should be familiar with Jake Kaufman. We've talked about him so many times on the show. I mean, he's done a lot of great things. I would be he's, he's still active. Like his game, the game hasn't come out yet. This no, is, yeah, no, no, no. He, 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 he is definitely still active. He's doing, uh, he's doing Bloodstained with um, a couple fantastic composers, Michiro Yamani and Ippo Yamada, to to name a few. But um, yeah, no, he's he's great. Obviously, we we've talked about him before. We've played stuff from him before. We've done stuff from Crypt of the Necrodancer. We've done stuff from Shantae. We've done stuff from Shovel Knight. We've done stuff from Ducktales. I mean, the dude is everywhere. So, uh, Jake Kaufman is is definitely one of my one of my favorite composers. One of my newer favorite composers because he's just so versed, man. And he's really he's really good with what he does, and he has this style to them. It's just I, I don't know. I enjoy everything that he's pretty much done. Um, but it saddens me because we're coming to the close of our, our pirate episode. And I was right before we uh, before we started listening to these tracks. I and I had mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, but uh, I, I had I had a feeling this was going to be a strong episode and it ended up being a fantastic episode. I had a blast. Yeah, I'm really glad that we are we are doing this now. Obviously, October, we always do anyway, but even throughout the rest of the months, throughout the rest of this year and into 2019, now that we've finished our you know, focus on game series like Mario, Zelda, Final Fantasies, where every other episode was one of those three type of games. Um, I, I really do think that we are going to have a lot more fun picking these episodes. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. While it was still fun listening to Mario, Zelda and Final Fantasy, I have a lot more fun with these random things that we come up with and, you know, putting these playlists together that are just all over the place. I mean, you know, not one particular game. We are still, obviously, we're doing Animal Crossing next month. We're going to finish that out because we did the first part last month. Um, but it does allow us to, you know, pick from, uh, you know, spoiler alert, we have an episode dedicated to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate coming up next year in the beginning of the year based off of music for our, uh, the new game. So we can How do many things like that How more pirate now. jokes that? Well, you're not. There will be no more pirate jokes until we ever do a Pirates Part 2 if we ever do. What was uh, what was uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the second film called? I don't remember. The Curse of Black Pearl? Uh, was that what that was the second one? I guess yep. that would have to be uh, BG Mania, the Curse of the Black Pearl, if we ever do a part two of the uh, the pirate type stuff. Um, but like I said, we are coming to the close of this episode. So unless you have anything else you wanted to add before we get out of here today. May the wind be ever at your sails. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. That's going to do it for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com, especially for that thankful episode. We are getting ever closer to it. Uh, it's coming up November 22nd, the Thanksgiving holiday here in the United States. We're going to be doing a bonus episode released that morning dedicated to you, and we need more submissions. I think we're at like six or seven at the current time of recording. We need to get to 16, so we need at least 10 more. Plus, we need some for radio hours. We are completely out of radio hour submissions, so we're going to need one for October coming up soon. Spoiler alert, Radio Hour Volume 16, which is this month, we are, it's going to have a spooky feel to it. Most of the tracks you hear on there are going to be heavily inspired by Halloween and scary games. So if you submit a track for that episode, make sure it is it's spooky in nature. But just submit more tracks to us. We definitely want to hear from you. We want to get as many submissions as possible that we can work into those types of episodes. And if we ever can, that we can work into our themed episodes as well. So BG Mania at LoveDownGames.com. Regardless of where you're enjoying this content, be sure to show your support by leaving a review. And if you aren't already, subscribe on YouTube. Remember, I say this every single week. Reviews help us climb the charts in terms of search results. So if somebody goes in, types video game music podcast, BG Mania will eventually show up, Some hopefully in the first page. If not the first page, then at least by the second page. So leave us a review. Drop us some kind words. Let us know what you think, positive or negative. I don't care. Let me know. I can fix things if they're negative. And leave a rating so that way we get some stars. We need stars. We like stars. I want 120 sure. stars like Mario 64. 
You can also follow us over at twitch.tv slash games for the live streams and event coverage and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check that description box for the appropriate links. Next week, we are continuing our look at Mega Man, Mega Mania, as I think we called it last week. Uh, it'll be part two of Mega Man. We'll have eight more tracks apiece. You may hear something from Mega Man 11 again. I think uh, well, I think one of us is going to make a submission for one of the yes. Mega Man 11 tracks. Um, but yeah, we'll have a lot more Mega Man goodness next Wednesday. Same time, 9 a.m. Wednesday morning, BG Mania. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have We Love Burning Town from Shantae and the Pirate's Curse. Keep the music playing and keep it loud. Ahoy! Ahoy!